0: But it is good to remember the miracle of what it is that this day is supposed to represent. It it is a miracle. It is the greatest of all days as far as um, what God did. He finally, in history, in a moment of time, in the fullness of time, this happened. This is the thing that was long waited for, Basically, since the garden, when the promise was given um, about the seed of the woman, and this is the fulfillment of millennia of promises and of waiting and of looking forward to, and in the fullness of time, God sent his son. And he became flesh, and he dwelt among us. And his name is Emmanuel, which is God with us. So it's it's worthy of our attention. It's worthy of our rejoicing. Well, was it that Isaac Watts wrote that hymn, Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. And that is true. There should be great joy to the world, not just to the nation of Israel, not just to a specific people group but to the world because the lord has come he is a savior not of the jewish nation in the sense of the jewish people all throughout the centuries were looking for an earthly savior to deliver them from the captivity of whether it was the babylonians or the medes and the persians or the greeks or now the romans they were looking for an earthly kingdom to be reestablished like it was under the days of Solomon. But Jesus Christ came into the world, and even the disciples were were mistaken about that. If you remember in Acts 1, wilt thou restore again the kingdom to Israel at this time? And Jesus came to do something much, much greater than that. They were looking for deliverance from an earthly oppressor, from an earthly foreign power. But Jesus came, thou shalt call his name Jesus, because he shall save his people from, not the Romans, not from an earthly oppressor, but from their sins, the greatest oppressor of all. That's why he came. He came to save us from our sins. And by the way, that should be our That should be our Christmas prayer, if I can put it that way. Lord, you came to save sinners, and so we're asking the Lord to save. We are. When we ask the Lord to save our children, uh, many of us will be seeing family today. Perhaps we already have, but uh, perhaps it's uh, yet to come. We are asking the Lord to save, aren't we? What he came into the world to do was to save. And so it is a Christmas prayer, Lord, save. Hosanna, when they shouted Hosanna, there when Christ was making his entry uh, through the gates of Jerusalem before his death, they were crying out, Hosanna, which is really the word for Lord, save. And that is our prayer. We want the Lord to do what he came into this world to do. Save from sin. Save from sin. So just very briefly, we'll just take a look here at Luke chapter 2 to refresh our, our memories. Luke chapter 2 and verse just 8. We'll begin here and just meditate on this a little bit and ask the Lord to warm our hearts and to give us something burning on the inside, something more than just a Christmas story that we've known and rehearsed for so many years, but something that will draw out of us fresh praise. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. If you know Handel's Messiah, you can just hear these words being sung. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And you can imagine these are shepherds, it's nighttime, it's very still, there's no light pollution, it's very dark, they can see the stars, and it's very quiet. And suddenly, there were with the angels, or the shepherds, or with that angel, a multitude, a heavenly host, praising God and saying, I'm getting ahead of myself, but this is in verse 14, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. I was just mentioning to my kids this morning that, you know, that there's, there's no artificial light back then, right? I mean, obviously, the, um, the light bulb was invented fairly recently, and so there's just torches, perhaps, just pitch darkness, and then you have this light, this glory that shines all around them. You can just imagine how shocked and how fearful those shepherds must have been which is why the angel says in verse 10, Fear not. Fear not. If you could imagine something like that happening today, even with all of what we know about lights and whatever, it still would be a great shock. It's a great shock. And this angel came, probably just looking like a a man, came to them, started speaking with them. I bring you good tidings of great joy which shall be not just to the nation of Israel, but to all people. This is the great thing. This is the greatest news. It is joy to the world. It really is. Finally, the Lord has come. God is with us. He was born. For unto you is born this day. In the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. There was a certain point in time when Jesus Christ was born. Obviously, we're not debating about whether it was December 25th. That, that is totally beside the point. But there was a day in, on the calendar when Jesus Christ was born. And similarly, there will be a day on the calendar when Jesus Christ will come back. He will return. This is a historical event. This happened. And there could have been a lot of doubt back in those days. There could have been at least a sense of, when will he come? He's not coming. When will he come? Because it was this long period, hundreds and hundreds of years and the glory had long since departed from God's people. And there were these hundreds of silent years even when there were no prophets speaking. And then you had the hardening of the religious practices into this machinery where you had the the rising up of the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes and this sort of class of religious. And the heart of it was gone. And you, you could almost imagine... There being a sense of despair, it's um, it's become this cold, dead thing, and suddenly Jesus Christ enters into that picture, and He has finally come, and the angels are bursting out with praise of great joy. And this is what we're celebrating. This is why we are celebrating Christmas, right? We are remembering the fact that Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners. He was on a mission. And just like he came the first time, as I say, he's going to come again the second time. We have that to look forward to as well. And it will come in a time when people perhaps least expect it. But this is Jesus Christ. He has come. And I think that that uh, it would be fitting for us to be praying that Christmas prayer that the Lord would therefore save, do his saving work in all of our homes, in all of our families, even during this time of the year when we have opportunity to interface to one degree or another, whether it's in person or whether it's by cards or texting, phone calls, typically more than any other time of the year, perhaps Easter, but certainly Christmas is at the top. This is a time for God's people to have some influence on other of their families. And I think it would be fitting for us to be praying this day, especially as we enter into the new year, Be praying that the Lord will save. They shall call his name Jesus, because he shall save his people from their sins. Christ the Lord. Good tidings of great joy to all people.